Today, I'm really excited to share a few of the slam dunk affirmations that we use here at home with our two kids to help boost their spirits and build their self-confidence through our unconditional love. Now, these affirmations are things that have truly worked for us, and I'm really excited to share them with you and see if they work with your family. But these are affirmations that don't just work on kids. If you don't have kids, listen in because these are affirmations and statements that will help you as well, not just for yourself, but for the people around you, whether it be family or friends, teachers, students, whoever, colleagues, no matter who you are, no matter what you do for work. I hope you enjoy these affirmations. Let's do this. You're listening to The Kin Show, where we explore the intricacies of the human heart, faith, relationships, spirituality, parenthood, and more, celebrating our journeys as seekers. We believe in love, in giving more of it to every person we interact with and to ourselves. We believe in living with intention for our children, for our communities, and most importantly, for ourselves. We believe we are all one family, one kin, kindred spirits loved unconditionally by God. And we believe it's more important to actually know God than to just know about God. Seeker, writer, photographer, your host Marcella Tremoro shares perhaps way too many personal stories and asks you the right questions to help you uncover what's best for your life. This is not our practice life, so let's make the most of it. Are you ready to hear inspiring interviews and coffee table chats with Marcella? Grab a cup of coffee and prepare to transform your definition of your dream life. Here's your host, boy band lover and master of deep conversations, Marcella Chamorro. All right, so today we are talking about affirmations. You know, and I think that that word is a charged word. Uh, this is a new thought, new age terminology, and, and you know, primarily in, used in the practice of positive thinking and self-empowerment. How about... For the purposes of this podcast, for this episode, we just use the term affirmation as it's a statement that I use over and over repetitively with my children to get them to quickly and more easily understand a very important concept. Today, I'm going to share five. We use more here at home, but today I'm going to share my favoriteest, the ones that we truly cannot live without. So before I get into which are the five, I think I should briefly introduce my family because I, you need the context of who I'm using these statements on and what I'm using them for. So I have two children. One of them is four and a half years old. His name is Juan Jose. And, and I have a toddler that's about to turn two next month. His name is Nicolas. So most of these statements... I'm using on the older one. <laughs> Nicolas still is, you know, speaking very little. He understands a lot of things, but, you know, he's starting to go move into the phrases in terms of communication, joining a few words together. Juan Jose, on the other hand, my preschooler, is very verbose, um, loves speaking English and Spanish, and we can have more complex conversations. So while I do say these things to Nicolas, I'm not quite sure that he fully understands them yet, but for a preschooler age, these affirmations are slam dunk. 
All right, so let's dive into the first affirmation for today. And this one I give full credit to my dad. This is one that I picked up from my parents who would, throughout my childhood, drill this one into my brain. And let me tell you, it worked. Not only do I remember it perfectly, not only did it influence how I felt about myself, but I, because I, I truly came to believe it. And at the same time, it kind of played out in my day, in my life forever. So the first one is, what do you want to be when you grow up? Whatever I want to be. And thank you to our special guest, Juan Jose, for helping me deliver that first affirmation. That I could be anything I wanted to be was something my parents repeated to me all the time. And the reason that it mattered to me was that they allowed me to explore. Through this affirmation, and obviously through their actions by backing them up, because that's more important than just repeating the words, they made it clear to me that I had the freedom to explore all of my interests, that I didn't have to be what they wanted me to be. And at the same time, it was important for me to understand that I could reach the potentials that I thought possible for myself, that I had the agency to choose, make the decisions for myself, and reach for those goals. Obviously, as a four-year-old, five-year-old, I didn't understand the full breadth of that sentence or that affirmation. But by the time I was 15, 16, 17, 20, etc., and they kept repeating it to me, I understood that I had the agency to choose, that if I put my mind to something, I could accomplish it. And if I take a look back at my life, I realized that it actually did influence my decision-making. My entire career has kind of been bouncing around from thing to thing, and that has been totally accepted and encouraged by my family in the terms of just saying, follow your interests, nobody else's. My own preferences, my interests, how I felt about my life was the guiding force. I wasn't trying to make anyone else happy but myself. And that freedom of choice was given to me by my parents through that affirmation. P.S. Thanks, Dad. The second affirmation, let's get into it, is for perfectionists. And I think that everybody's different. Some children are not perfectionists at all. Some are. Some parents are. Some are not. Um, I'm definitely not <laughs> a perfectionist. And I'm going to record an episode about that at a later date. So I'll dive into that topic soon. But, but here's an affirmation for the child that seems to get angry when they can't trace a letter perfectly or when their crayon drags outside of the lines. This is for the child who has a hard time handling doing something wrong, whether it's stubbing your toe or messing up their homework or not getting the basketball into the hoop on the first try. And the affirmation goes like this. We don't make big problems out of small things. This has been a huge one for us. Juan Jose is the type to really get upset when he doesn't do things right. The first time, the second time, or any time. He wants everything to be correct. And just slowly starting to repeat this line to him over time has really sunk in. And he's starting to repeat it back to me. So, for example, you know, the other day he was walking by and stepped on my toe. And I had the, you know, instinctual reaction of... Of kind of closing my eyes and, and, and bracing myself for the pain. And he immediately was like, 
And he immediately looked at me and was like, mom, sorry, mom, we, we don't make big problems out of small things. Right. And I was like, no, buddy, we don't make big problems out of small things. It's totally okay. I'm fine. Next time, let's be a little careful with the feet, but don't worry about it. Not a big deal. And he's like, okay. And he went about his day. And that for me was a relief for him to know that he has the permission to make a mistake, you know, that he has the permission to do something by accident and that it's okay. And it's starting to reflect on his schoolwork. You know, I have my issues with pre-K sending schoolwork, but the truth is that my son loves doing workbooks. He loves learning like by tracing numbers and tracing letters. So I buy him stuff at like Barnes and Nobles, like um, in the States, because in here in Nicaragua, you can't find this stuff. And I buy workbooks for him and he'll ask me to do it. He's like, please, mom, can we go do my homework? Cause that's what we call them. And I'm like, yeah, sure. And sometimes he won't want to go to sleep because he wants to fill out this homework. Honestly, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I realize this is my child. He's kind of a nerd like I am. It's okay. Um, and I'll do it and I'll sit with him and, and we'll do his, his quote unquote homework. And at first he used to get really frustrated when he didn't do it correctly. You know, he was learning to trace the uppercase letters and learning to trace the numbers and then write them on his own. And he'd get really upset. But as I started talking to him about, you know, we don't make big problems out of small things. Let's just erase this and keep trying. Um, he really started repeating it back to me. And I find that lately he has an easier time picking up new skills without getting frustrated. And that is a huge win for me because I want him to have, you know, give himself the permission to make mistakes and try again. In Spanish, we say, na pasa, nothing happens. It's okay. Now let's jump in to affirmation number three. And it goes like this. I have a beautiful heart. And I love saying this to my son because I know every single time I say it, he turns to me and says, thank you, mom. And what I explained to him is that, you know, there's not so much that a four and a half year old understands. It's much easier with an older child, but this will work on a child of any age or any person, anybody of any age. But I just try to explain to him that he is so kind he has a beautiful heart that God made him with a beautiful heart full of love. I am so proud of him and his heart. And he eats it up. He eats it up every single time. He says, thank you, mom. And it melts my heart. But I try to focus on how I believe he has a beautiful heart and that no matter what he says, that no matter what happens, he has his beautiful heart inside. And he can live from that place. And I know that while he might not understand fully what that means over time, if I keep repeating that to him, if I keep explaining it to him, that it will hopefully influence his self-confidence, how he sees himself, how he feels about himself, and how he brings himself into the world. Number four is an interesting one. Because number four... He doesn't like that much. <laughs> um, number four is... I can do hard things. I can do difficult things. And you might understand now why he doesn't like it that much. Because, you know, when we're in the middle of trying to teach him some new soccer move or trying to explain to him how to put some Legos together a certain way and he gets a little frustrated... 
you know, and I try to explain to him that I believe that he can master difficult things. He can do hard things. You can learn. He's four and a half. So he's still getting there. But I know that over time, it'll click. So I know that, for example, I don't want this just to be about what he can master skill-wise, right? I want this also to be about when he faces any kind of challenge, emotional, you know, social, with friends, whatever it is, that when hard and difficult things present themselves, I want him to know that I believe that he can face them. Now, he doesn't have to face them alone, of course. And I, and I try and talk to him about that too, that I'm here to help you. Let me teach you. Look how I do this. And I try and do it like a very, not a dumbed down version, but a slow, let's say we're talking about soccer, a slow version and we get good at it in a slow tempo. And then we get a little faster as he gets better at that skill. I try and teach him by modeling to him how we build up by practicing how we build up our skills and through practice. So I want him to grow up knowing that he can face difficult challenges. And I believe in him that through practice and hard work that he can do what he puts his mind to. We're still working on that one. The jury is still out, but at least he knows that his mom believes in him. And I think that that is worthwhile. I know that my parents believing in me and knowing and telling me that I can do difficult things has influenced how I face challenges. You know, most people would be like, I don't know how to start a podcast. I'm just going to leave it there. And you know what? I am rocking GarageBand. You should see all the things I can do with GarageBand now. My editing, it's getting faster and faster. And I'm really confident in myself and how I, you know, attack these challenges. And I'm really proud of the fact that nothing scares me. We just one step at a time, one foot in front of the other. And I want him to know by seeing me, but also by me telling him and explaining to him that he can also do the same. And we're down to the fifth and final affirmation for today. Now, I have a ton more affirmations, but I'm going to save them for a future episode. Number five is one that I've talked about before. I spoke about it on the first episode of the Kin Podcast, but I'm going to repeat it here because it is the most important one that I believe in and repeat to my kids. Here goes. I love you no matter what you say, no matter what you do. Again, this is one that Juan Jose eats up. He loves it. Now, when I explain this to him for a four and a half year old, right? I explain that in his terms, what that means is no matter if he's kind to his friends or his brother, or if he's mean, doesn't matter if he runs really fast during soccer practice or if he sits out the entire time. Doesn't matter if he turns in his homework or he doesn't, regardless of whether he's nice to me or he's kind or he's not, regardless of whether he follows instructions and takes a bath when I ask him to or brushes his teeth when I ask him to. Regardless of anything he does, any way he behaves, any way he speaks to me, I will always love him. Now, I take the time to explain to him that why it's important to behave well and be kind in his words and his actions, but I make sure he knows that his performance in his everyday life 
how he performs for me in speaking and acting in a correct and, and gentlemanly manner does not affect my love for him. That no matter what he does and no matter what he says, I love him infinitely and he loves it. Every time we talk about this, he asks me more questions like, and what if I blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yep, I'll still love you. And what if I blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yep, I'll still love you. I'm like, it's important not to do those things. <laughs> and the truth is that he's a very responsible child. He's so good. Um, he's so well behaved. Sometimes I just want him to go get dirty outside. And um, I know that he's not like testing me. You know what I mean? You, you know your kids. You know your kids. And I know that what I am trying to give him is the assurance that he will always have my love, no matter if it's a bad day or if it's a good day, no matter if we had a tantrum, which doesn't really happen anymore. We're thankfully past those days, but still, um, no matter what. And even when he watches his little brother, you know, cry because he wants a banana instead of apple or whatever. I make sure to make that a teaching moment too. And, you know, and I'll say, you know, even if Nicolas is crying, mommy loves him so much. And Juan Jose loves it. And I know that love, love can cover so many potholes in our parenting journey. And I want to make sure that not only do I tell him that, but I make sure he feels it. I explain it until he understands it. And when he looks at me and says, I love you too, mom. And then I know. I know I've connected. I know it resonated. I know he understands it. And so that to me is the most important thing. The most important affirmation or statement that I repeat to him every day. I wanted to take a special moment to thank Juan Jose for contributing to this episode. He loves podcasting. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see his, you know, Instagram stories of him recording himself singing beautiful songs on this microphone. And it's been wonderful to have him in my quote-unquote studio, a.k.a. very, very, very messy office in Managua, Nicaragua. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of These Affirmations. It was a blast to record because I live and breathe this stuff, honestly. Like this is, I was thinking last night, I need to record an episode about all the stuff that I talk about with the kids. And it's been so much fun. And I hope, you know, the few times that I've shared these these things with fellow moms or parents at soccer practice or whatever, they always seem intrigued and enjoy it. And so I wanted to share that with more people like you. Thank you for listening. And like I said before, this applies to a four and a half year old, a 10 year old, a two year old, a 20 year old, a 40 year old, whoever yourself like this. You don't have to have kids to take something away from this episode. You can use these on yourself. Thank you for listening. You can find the list of these affirmations and more information at www.kinpodcast.com. And I hope you will do me the huge favor of hopping on over to iTunes and leaving us hopefully a five-star review, big five stars, but with a review as well. I would love to hear your, you know, I want to see and read what you think about this episode. That would be so wonderful to me and even better than making me feel good. You'll help other people like you find the podcast. And I want to get this podcast into the hands of those who might enjoy it and learn something from it and maybe feel better about themselves because, hey, that's what we're here for. Feel better about ourselves to make our kids feel better about themselves, right? So 
Thanks again for listening and stay tuned for a new episode next week on The Kin Show. I'm Marcela, signing out.